Um, um, okay, hi, I'm Emery, um, second year, and I went abroad this summer to Scotland, Glasgow, Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm Anna, uh, I am a sophomore, and I went abroad to Paris, France this past summer yeah. as well, same time as Emery. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, Anna, why did you pick Paris? I picked Paris kind of on a whim. It was more of a suggestion. Like, I got an email, and it was for a program, and I was like, I've always wanted to go to Paris, because mm-hmm. I took French in high school, and it's kind of, I think, a cliche thing for high school people who take French yeah. to be like, I want to go to Paris <laughs> yeah, someday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was actually, uh, ended up being a really romantic thing for me to do, just because I had read a lot of books that were already set in Paris, and I didn't really realize that, and then I went... Um, to the city and I found all of the places from certain books and like visited them and it was really magical so that was one of the reasons why I picked Paris. Why did you pick Scotland? Um, For me I kind of was more looking to get away from where I was so Mm -hmm. I was really like I'll go anywhere. I walked into the study abroad office here and I was like where can I go and they're like well we have two spots open left in your physics program in Scotland like you'll be able to get you know, your physics credit out of the way, and I was like, okay, like, I'm down, I'll go anywhere, you know? Yeah. Um, wow, so you went when there were, like, two spots open. Yeah, yeah. I had the same experience where um, I was actually, like, having a, like, crisis in my major. I was switching majors because mm-hmm. I came in astrophysics first year, and I did not, by uh, the end of winter quarter, I did not want to be an astrophysics major, yeah. but I didn't really know what I wanted to do, like, I knew that what I didn't want to be, but I didn't know what I wanted to be yet. Right. And I was exploring a lot of different classes. I took a history class um, with a professor that sent out an email about his Paris program, and he was like, there are three spots left. Mm-hmm. If anyone's interested, you know, wow. text yeah, me, Yeah, very please. last minute. Very last yeah, minute for yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I texted him, like, within that hour. I was in a math lecture at the time, and I just, like was like, I want to go, please let me know if those spots are still open, I'd right. love to, like, accompany you, blah, 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 I was very, I was hyper-formal in that email, I was <laughs> I like, love that. hello, sir, um, very not like, you. are there any spots available for said Paris program oh, you mentioned goodness. in your email, CC, blah, 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 was like, <laughs> super not me, That's I was funny. so nervous about getting it, though, right, that I, like, went right, right, right to right. hyper-formal, um, but yeah, so I, I texted him and it was like within like an hour I had decided that this is what I'm doing wow. and I got all my affairs in order and I had like put down a deposit. Honestly, yeah, mine was pretty, mine wasn't that rushed, but mm-hmm. I, I got here to California like early September and by mid-November I was like already going to Scotland for the summer. Like so I hadn't cool. even well, gone Well, your through. program makes you apply really early, right? Right. It was yeah. very early apply. And so I was one of very few first years, I think, mm-hmm. because of that. Mm-hmm. Because who gets to college and then is like, Immediately. I want to go again. <laughs> like, I want to go somewhere else. Yeah, that's um, fair. But I think that was definitely part of my experience. I was like, I got here and I was like, wait a second. This is not it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, let me go somewhere else. Yeah, because I definitely, when I got to college, because um, we're both from the East Coast. Right, right. Um, and I feel like we have a similar experience where we left the East Coast for college and mm-hmm. we finished high school and we we're like, okay, I'm going to California. Yep. <laughs> What's it going to be like? Who knows? Like, <laughs> West Coast dreams. all the time? Like, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> Sunshine. Uh, blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And I got here and it was like, no, it's still you. Yeah. Like, it, you're still yourself. You're, you're still having in your school. experiences. Yeah. You're still going to college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just felt so, like, not necessarily trapped, but, like, really just, like, underwhelmed mm. with, like, 
this this vision that I had for myself versus like what I was actually living, mm-hmm. which was like a ton of stress, like way crazy, like major yeah. crisis, yeah. like worry and angst. And I was like, oh, this is unpleasant. Yeah, this is not what I wanted. Definitely, definitely. California was oversold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love California. Like, I love being yeah, here now. Right. But I think. I was so sold on the, like, West Coast sunshine, like, mm-hmm. dreamy perfectness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, which sounds so cliche, because, like, I'm normally not someone who buys into that. Yeah. But it or was just... We're fairly level-headed yes, people. Exactly. <laughs> and then I just got here, and it was kind of, it was kind of like, oh, like, I have to build a life here. And then it was immediately, like, I have to make all of these friends and have, like, mm-hmm. I have to rebuild an entire life that I had 18 behind. years to build. Yeah. Exactly. And then I just kind of panicked and was like oh my god, like, I have to go somewhere else, (laughs) like, it was, it was kind of crazy, um, but I think that was a big part of the reason I chose to go abroad, because I think, also, I viewed California, coming to California as an adventure itself, and that was why I didn't choose to take a gap year, you know, Mm, before going to college. mm -hmm. Was that, like, like, a serious thought for you, like, you considered having a gap year? Partially, partially I ignored it, because I was like, I have to go to college, I was very East Coast mindset, like, go, go, go. Fully. Um, but then I, I think part of it was also, like, I'm already going somewhere new. I'm starting a new life and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I think I didn't realize how much of that would be aiming to feel settled. Yeah. And my adventure was going to be, you know, I get to do whatever I want. Like, mm-hmm. I'm starting anew. Like, I'm exploring things. And, like, yes, I got to do that in college. But also so much of it was trying to make myself feel calm. And yeah. that wasn't and what like I had expected. Also, exactly. for me personally, like coming um I'm from like South Florida mm-hmm. so like the environment is still kind of the same like I wasn't going from like snow to sunshine or right. anything and I was kind of scared of like I didn't apply to any northern schools just because mm-hmm. I was like I don't think I can do winter yep, that's how I felt um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even doing winter yeah. and like, no, thank you. um but I came here and I immediately was kind of struck by the fact that like oh, I I really took for granted a lot of the, like, social structures that I already had built into my life, and I would have had built in had I gone to a college that I had a lot of high school friends go to. Um, And my parents were super supportive of me, like, going um, across the country and, like, really finding myself and not being near people that I knew and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yep, same. And they were like, this is great, do it! And then I got here and I was super stressed out because I didn't know anybody and I had to build a life from scratch, like you were saying. And I feel like study abroad was like my last ditch effort to be like, this is my thing that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. This is like the one thing I want to do to take a step forward and really build a life for myself instead of just like being in college. Because being in college, you can kind of lose control. Yeah. really easily where you're just doing your schedule yep. like constantly yep. and you're not like taking steps out for yourself yeah I think that's fair yeah that was mm-hmm. definitely an ex- uh, something that I experienced uh, yeah for sure but <laughs> uh, speaking of experiences <laughs> yes um, study abroad <laughs> study abroad we got a little off topic but it's fine um so Emery do you want to like describe your experience yeah, abroad sure um so I was in Glasgow I did um eight weeks there I did um, two weeks. physics classes at their at their pace, but it was mm-hmm. three for us, so it was the physics one series for me. Okay. A lot of the people there were taking the physics five series, which is life sciences, oh, but okay. since I'm physical sciences, I took like an extra engineering component, Interesting. and Glasgow's the only part in the physics program that they do that offers that, so 
the people in the engineering were kind of set aside in this little group a couple extra hours a day, which was cool. Um, besides that, it was pretty intense. Um, like a year of physics in eight weeks was yeah. a lot. <laughs> like when I heard about that program, I myself, a physics major, was like, whoa, yeah. I would never yeah. do that. It was a lot, um, but it was also, it was good for me because I had taken a lot of physics in high school and I just mm. wanted to get it over with. I right. didn't want to do it again in So you had college. like background. Exactly. I had enough background that it wasn't, it wasn't too taxing. Okay. You know, it was tiring, but it wasn't so bad. Right. Um, I was in also UCEAP, so I was with you see kids from like all the UC campuses. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of Davis kids, a lot of Berkeley kids. Um, actually, my two best friends were from Davis and Berkeley, um, and Irvine, I think. Mm -hmm. So that was that's cool. awesome. Yeah, that's it was really, cool. really nice to meet people outside of UCLA. I think, yeah, especially um, since we're not really familiar with the UC system right. at all. I feel yeah. like it's really cool to meet people from those yeah, schools. Yeah, definitely, and see kind of the different vibe and the different you know, Berkeley kids old semester system and how that is. Yeah. Yeah, because their campus can be really different than ours. Mm -hmm. um, so that was cool. I had one really, really close friend from Berkeley um, who we just, like, bonded right away and, like, Aww. yeah, it was <laughs> one really of those nice. things where you become really you close. Click. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we we shared a lot of, like, you know, our college experiences and, like, our anxieties being in college, like we talked about and that kind of thing. That's so um, rewarding. Yeah. It that re conversation really with another was. human being. It really was. And we had this um, routine where we'd go to spin class every morning. Oh, my God. Or, like, a couple mornings a week. And we'd, like, go at 7.15. Woof. Yeah. So we'd do that. And then we'd spin and get our exercise. And then we'd go swim a couple laps in the pool or, like, go in the sauna. Mm -hmm. And then grab a cup of coffee and breakfast before, like, our 10 a.m. class. This sounds great. It was wonderful. <laughs> that was, like, one of my favorite parts of the experience. And I still talk to her about that. Like, how much we miss waking up and, like, going to see mm -hmm. each other at spin and, like, like working out. It was just wonderful. That's so um, sweet. But did yeah. you have time to, like, go out? Because you were in a really intense program. Right. Like, did you get out on the weekends, or were you yes. working on the weekends? So that was the nice thing. We had tests every Friday, but they were done by 1 p.m. Oh, So great. then after that, your weekend was your own until Sunday night when okay. they would post the homework. And they would intentionally not post our homework until late Sunday. Oh, okay. So that you had to go do something. Um, so they were aware of <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. They were, like, pushing you yeah. out of the nest. And That's our great. professor would even, like, schedule trips for us to go hiking. We had mm -hmm. a couple excursions through the program. And then I went to Copenhagen and Dublin on some weekends on my own. Um, I got to explore Glasgow and Edinburgh, which was cool. Um, really cool. Yeah, so yeah. I went a couple a couple of different cities while I was there. And then I also went backpacking afterwards mm -hmm. um, because we finished mid-August. And we don't go back to school here until late September. So I did a few weeks on my own after that as well. So it was nice. I really got, I got a lot of physics done, but I also feel like in aside from the four week, days a week where I was like in class nine hours a day, mm -hmm. I got to explore. And like they were aware that that was a lot of people's, you know, motivation for doing Right, like you want to study, you're yeah. going to like a the abroad country. part, not just <laughs> yeah. the study part. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was great. Yeah, and it was really cool because our, our professor was also so different than any professor I've had at UCLA. He was really? very like involved in our lives and like would take us out for dancing or drinks or like whatever we'd see the TAs at the bars like it was really cool yeah it sounds was, awesome. we felt like we were closer to their level than you do here which mm -hmm. was really different and a really cool experience yeah I feel like when you go to a different country kind of those like really formal relationships break down a lot yeah because it's cool. like it's way more communal family right because like when I I, I did the uh, UCLA Paris program mm -hmm. So I spent four weeks, like four and a half, really, uh, including yeah. like travel days. Right. But it was really four weeks, 
uh, in Paris studying medieval history. Um, and I did like a little extra like senior research uh, class like for extra credit. Um, but it was really freeing because I went with uh, Professor Teo uh, Ruiz, who's a wonderful man. He's uh, famed on campus uh, and on the, like the history department. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he's kind of this older guy, kind of a grandfather figure, and he started off the program saying like, by the end of this program, you're all going to be my grandchildren. Like you can What's come that? to me for anything. It will be like that kind of relationship is what we have now because right. of what we're in together. And that was so sweet to start with. Like, that was the note that we started on. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, but do you really mean it? Like, it's really sweet to say that, but, like, Mm -hmm. is it going to be practiced while we're there? And it was. It was so wonderful. His wife came along, um, and we would go, basically, how the course is structured is you would wake up you'd go to like a bakery like from the hotel and you'd like find we were a long stay hotel which Uh was really fun because it was kind of like dorms almost yeah that's cool in a nice way um and you'd wake up like kind of you know maybe eight o'clock ish kind of lazy morning and you'd go out to like a boulangerie or something and you'd like pick up french like (laughs) no it was bad uh i also can't speak french we'll we'll get into that (laughs) later but you, like, pick up, like, a croissant or something or, like, some other pastry and you yeah. have to, like, speak broken French to the person oh and, like, get it, um, which is always really fun because you'd go with people in the morning and you'd try out new places every yeah. day, which was always, like, super exciting. And then you'd come uh, back to the hotel, to the garden in the back of the hotel, and you'd get, like, an informal lecture from Teo. Yeah. So he'd tell you about, like, whatever period of, like, French history we were focusing on. It was really, it was the early modern period, which is the medieval mm-hmm. period. Um, but like chunks within that and we'd get like a brief lecture on what we were covering and then he'd break us for like an hour we'd go get lunch and then we'd all reconvene and then go on a long walk uh, and we'd basically do walking tours of Paris where he'd take us around to all of these like historical landmarks within the city because the city has so much history in it Mm -hmm. Um, and he'd point it out to us he'd be like this statue is from this era this is the old Roman wall like these wow. are like these are like and the he just stages knew of progression. Yeah, he wow. like he, well he's gone to the city for like forty years. Wow. So there is that kind of energy of like learning from a true master, yeah. which I've always really enjoyed. Um, but he we just walked around and we're just sort of constantly being pointed out and like our environment became so like lively and so yeah. interesting. And everything was, like, so alive with, like, possibility. And you were constantly feeling the importance of where you were, Mm -hmm. which was so magical and so cool. (laughs) And, like, I'm getting, like, verklempt about it because I miss it so much. (laughs) Uh, And because of that, like, we had a lot of free time. It wasn't really an intense class because we were walking around and it was more, like, reflective and more, like, really drinking in, like, where we were and how great it was that we got to be there, like, at the age that we were. Um, and we did all of our work after the class, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had readings to do, but Teo was explicitly like, if I see you reading, that's not how this is working. Please oh don't gosh. read while you're here. Um, like, listen to what I say, write it down, take notes, whatever. But, like, read the coursework after, write the essays after. You're here to be Parisian. You're here to mm-hmm. be French. Um, so it wasn't very intense, which was really wonderful for me, because I'm not uh, someone who doesn't uh, work really yeah yes. a workaholic yes. so like going to Paris really like kind of cured me of that to some extent which right. was really special for me and I also went through UC uh, EAP uh, so a lot of the people that I went with were transfers uh, UCLA transfers 
So it was like an older crowd of people Mm -hmm. that already had a lot of experience under their belt, like within college. And I went like after freshman year. So it was was a really special uh, period. And a lot of my closer friends were transfer students that are now seniors. So I'm getting a lot of like really interesting perspectives from them on like how college is meant to serve you and how you're supposed to go through college. Um, so yeah, that, that was like a little bit of my own experience, but like when you went to Glasgow, Mm -hmm. like what were you excited about and like, what were you really scared of or like nervous about? Yeah. Um, one of the things that I was really nervous about was, you know, being far away, I Mm. think. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the, I was very excited to get out of LA, um, because I think by the end of my... By the end of my first year, I felt very trapped. Yeah. And I was it's just, scary. it was, it was a me- like, it was not how I expected to feel at the end of my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And I think that was scary and sad for me. You mm-hmm. know, it was like my expectations had not been met and I was not yeah. as happy as I wanted to be. And I think I was excited to be somewhere else and to, it felt like a fresh start, mm-hmm. um, again you know like it kind of felt like oh maybe I messed up freshman year here and I was like not where I wanted to be but now I get another freshman year essentially somewhere else and I get to try again Mm -hmm. um and I was excited to travel and and I had this trip planned afterwards and I was excited to go you know because I was backpacking alone yeah which is so cool (laughs) it was it was intense it was I was I was on this you know eight weeks in Glasgow and then I was going to be backpacking alone for you know, 10 days and then meeting friends in Greece. And it was just Mm -hmm. this, this feeling of like, I'm going to a foreign country, building, you know, friendships and and doing this class. And then I'm going to go again on my own after that. And just, you know, I don't know, it was very, very freeing, I think, in a, in, and very opposite of my experience in LA. Um, Yeah. I think I have a really, what, like our experiences are really parallel yeah, which is really definitely. interesting to me but I was really nervous about going and like making a fool of myself because mm-hmm. I'm very sensitive to like embarrassment interesting um, I am the opposite <laughs> like that's so cool yeah. to me. um but like I am so uh I'm a performer mm-hmm. so like I I don't know some performers are immune to embarrassment and some performers are really sensitive right, to embarrassment right, and I'm the latter mm-hmm. uh so I was like I don't speak French my accent's gonna be so bad I don't right. know the customs whatever um which doesn't even really apply to Paris because Paris is so international and there's yeah. so many English speakers there and you can get by like really easily um but that was what I was really nervous about and I was also really nervous about it not living up to my expectations because mm. freshman year had already right. not done that yeah so I was like okay oh no am I making this into something that isn't and am I going to be disappointed yeah and then I was also really excited about like what if it doesn't disappoint me? Yes, and what exactly. if it's really cool? Exactly. And then it was. <laughs> and then it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I think the, so what were you nervous about part for me as well? I mm-hmm. mentioned being nervous about being far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of that was also like being scared to be far away from my family again, yeah. right? Because I left a week after, I spent five days at home after spending six I months. I didn't even go home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we, we just moved 2,000 miles away and right. then we were going another... 5,000 in the opposite direction so like what how did you keep in touch with your family how did that like feel for you whatsapp is a lifesaver yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) um I am really close with my parents personally um so like the concept of not being on the right time zone to call them Mm -hmm. um like was very 
uh, like intimidating. It was a very yeah. scary concept to me because I wanted to be available and I wanted to share my experiences with them like as I had them because they were all both very excited to me for me to go because they'd both been to Paris when they were really young yeah. and they had like really rosy memories of it so they were like oh we're so excited please like tell us call us when you can yeah. blah blah um but I it was honestly um it was hard being with my family hard. is hard it is yeah it's and hard I, even here I, it's hard know. here I've I've really reflected because I was so excited to go across the country um, and, like, start a new life and, like, do all the West Coast stuff. But now, like, second year of college, I've kind of fallen back on that, and I, I value my family way more than I I feel the same way, yeah. Like, the comfort, the support. Right. Um, the kind of, like, the love that you get from that, Mm -hmm. um, is something that I, I have access to because I can call them. Yeah. But it's so different because a lot of my friends here live here mm-hmm. and they can go home on the weekends. Yeah. And, like, I can't do that unless and I'm going to buy a plane ticket. Yeah. I think even even being an in-state student, you get, like, you don't have to feel like you left. Right? Yeah. You don't... There's a comfort in the culture. Yes, exactly. Even if you're from Northern California and it's a 12-hour drive, right. that's difficult. But it's not the same as, like, I I picked up my bags. Like, I can't... I can't. I I, can't drive. Yeah. 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 It's not. It's not immediate. It's not accessible. Yeah. And like double for crossing the Atlantic. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. So I don't really know why I thought that would be a solution. (laughs) But it was. It was in a different way. I think. I think it. It was funny that that was the the thing that we both chose to fix. Like the same issue. Yeah, Yeah. That was. It would seem so opposite, but I think. It was really a chance for us to to go have an adventure instead of try to build a new version of what we had. Yeah. And it that's was a great yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> I think for me it was it was a freedom that it wasn't um it wasn't like I had to I had to recreate my life in Maryland in California. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to have the perfect friendships. I had to have fun. Right. You know, yeah. I spent every moment in Glasgow just trying to have the best time I possibly could yeah. instead of worrying about that. That's... And that was what the difference was for me. Oh, memory. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I came to uh, California and I was like, I don't have instant friendships. Yeah. This is hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Because like, we're, we're both so outgoing, and right. we make shallow friendships very easily, Super but it's easy. still Like, not. I have a ton of acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I could call up a lot oh of people. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, like, I don't have, like, emotional vulnerability with a ton of yes, people here. exactly. And that's so, like, uh, it's almost, like, draining to not have that, like, shared relationship with somebody else, because then you're dealing with all of your stuff internally, mm-hmm. and you can't externalize anything. Yeah. And, like going to uh Paris going abroad really taught me like how to be more vulnerable not necessarily with other people even though I did have like a couple really strong relationships where I was really emotionally vulnerable with people in my group but like being vulnerable to an experience yes being vulnerable to being let down by something yes like I would go out I'd go on like walks by myself because this this program really taught me how to like go out on walks yeah. and enjoy them. <laughs> yeah. but it was also like I would go out alone and I would just be like I want to ex- like absorb what's going on and yeah. if I'm not feeling good 
then I'm just not going to be feeling good and I have to accept that I and think, like really be in that feeling yeah and I think that for me was backpacking you know yeah. that was that was my That's you know solo. walk alone I guess yeah. um and I think I had I had the same feeling you know just like I'm vulnerable to this experience and then realizing there was no one to share it with you know, right. which is is good because I had the space to feel things, mm-hmm. but it was also you need like a hold space for that. For yeah, sure. but then it was also the realization like this is why I want strong friendships. That's yes. cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I think once I had the space to feel the depth of things that I was really feeling, then I was like, okay, now I know what I want. Yes, and now I know yeah. how to communicate with people. Yeah, because this is beautiful what I'm feeling, and I want to share this. Yeah. somebody else I think that's that's yeah thousand percent true thousand percent yeah <laughs> okay so what was one thing like that you thought was going to be true about your experience that ended up not being true um hmm. I think that I thought I would spend every weekend just like off jet setting somewhere oh <laughs> which sounds kind of crazy oh, hello Emery. um um, but I love I, that energy. <laughs> I think part of it was, you know, I had really wanted to see everything, and I still do. I have mm-hmm. a, a huge amount of wanderlust, and I think that's awesome. that's <laughs> I really think, cool though. Yeah, I think yeah, that, backpacker makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think that side of it um, didn't. I mean, it still did happen, but I think I pictured more. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I also realized my physical limits. <laughs> that's <laughs> Yeah, especially That's a growth backpacking. period too. Yeah, yeah. doing fourteen God. miles walking in cities, just like every day for takes ten days. Really, yeah. it takes it out of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't go backpacking obviously, so mm-hmm. my walking wasn't with a backpack. Right. Uh, but we would also do like we were out in the city for like six hours at a time, yeah. walking in between like huge landmarks. And it really does. It catches up. It catches up with you. It's like Disneyland. Like, you spend two hours there, and you're like, I haven't done anything. And then you, like, feel your feet for two seconds. Oh, my God. So what was was not what you expected? Um, Well, I had been hit with a lot of, like, stereotypes of, like, what Ah, Paris is like, what France is like. Um, You know, people are going to be rude to you if you don't speak perfect French. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You won't be able to get by. About the French. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because they're popular. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. a lot of thoughts about the French. <laughs> they um, hate us because they love us. <laughs> they, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I got there, and I, I think it was also a lot of the things that I focused on were the rudeness and the embarrassment stuff because I was scared of being embarrassed. So that yeah. was the stuff that I really fixated on as, like, what I expected from it, and when I got there, I did not, I was not, uh, like, blown off once by anyone. Wow. It just didn't happen. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just because I got really lucky, Mm -hmm. and if that's true, I'm very thankful Mm -hmm. (laughs) for that, but, you know, like, if I couldn't produce, uh, pronounce a dish, like, the waiters were really patient, they were all really nice, um, you know, people, passers-by would, like, help you find things oh. if you approach them, like, with respect. If you speak French first, generally, right. like, they'll help you out. But if you just, like, you're like, hi, um, mm-hmm. can you help me find this place? They'll right. be like, I, no. Respect of Sorry, culture. I have to go. Yeah, you have to, like, actually engage with people. And I think once you offer that vulnerability to somebody, then they, they will either, like, respect it and help you, or they'll respect it and point you to someone that can help you if they're right. too busy. right. Which is, 
like something that I hadn't really experienced yeah. like I think I hadn't been that vulnerable before in my life mm. like ling- lingually obviously yeah. <laughs> but um just like having like I often I I'm from a really small town in Florida so I never uh, had an experience where I didn't know where to go Oh, right. Yeah. I never had to ask for directions. Right. Um, I always knew where I was going. I knew everyone that I was talking to usually. Right. Or I had like tangentially known them. Like right. they were, you know, someone's cousin or they'd right. gone to school with somebody that I knew. And I always had a connection that I could fall back on mm. as like mm-hmm. a reason to talk to them. But then I came to LA and LA is like, I didn't know anybody. That was yeah. terrifying. And I didn't have a reason to be in L.A. once I got here, I think. That's yeah. That's like, something I realized. Yeah. I was like, why did I pick this school? Like, really, why? Yep. Was something that I, like, <laughs> yep. really had to contend with freshman year, and I found out that I didn't really have an answer. Yeah. I just did. I just chose this place. You just picked it because it sounded best. Yeah. Like, out of my options, I wanted to come here, and I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and having that experience in Paris where it's like, I specifically chose to go to Paris for a reason. Mm. And it was to, like, immerse myself in the culture, to be vulnerable, to embarrass myself in public, and have it be okay. Right. You know, like, not have a doomsday situation after those things happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was really one of those moments where I realized that I can be vulnerable, Mm -hmm. I can be um, stupid in public, I can ask for help, and it's fine. So that's one thing that I was kind of expecting out of France that I didn't get and I'm so happy that I didn't get it yeah that would have been I mean it wouldn't have been like life destroying but it would have been kind of a a reaffirmation of a lot of assumptions that I had about life right you know what I mean yeah I get that yeah so Hmm. I guess what what was one thing that you learned about us Americans Ah, yes (laughs) (laughs) from being abroad and spending time in another country okay I always had heard that Americans are obnoxious and loud. <laughs> we are so loud. Yeah, we just I'm are loud. loud culture. It's hard. It's very hard, and I would. It's I heartbreaking. Would sit, yes, <laughs> it was terrible to realize that. It was so like, oh my god, how could I be so like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because um, I feel like we're both very polite people. Yes, um, but we're not. But we're quiet. polite. We're polite by American standards. Right. Exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I would. I would sit in a bar with my group of like six friends and. We'd be so oh, God. loud. Because then you have a couple drinks and you're like, no, Then you're oh, just okay. having a great time. <laughs> exactly. No, I feel yeah. that. We, <laughs> so a thing that I didn't know was a thing, uh, but in Paris people like hang out on the banks of the Seine mm-hmm. like at mm-hmm. night and like drink and hang yep. out, which is so cool. I know, I saw that. Very fun. <laughs> it's there, it's like, wow, I want um, this. <laughs> it's really nice. We yeah. did that a lot like oh as a gosh, group. I love and that. And I realized like of the groups on the riverside, we were... Uh, very obvious and very loud like compared to everybody else and it made me super like not self-conscious but just like hyper aware of like I'm an American in a foreign country and I can be pegged as an American from like a mile away right and what things about me are American yeah because you you don't stand out here like that's like a you're an American in in America like okay yeah (laughs) yeah you're just you're you're a little louder than most people I guess whatever yeah because yeah. I, I have a, I, have a <laughs> I, like, I was a theater kid. I have yeah, a like, very strong she projection. <laughs> you get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, a thing that I learned was um, in Paris, people take like four hours to eat lunch. Oh, that's beautiful. And I had never, ever. <laughs> I eat in 15 minutes. Sat, exactly. <laughs> I never sat that long at a table at a restaurant mm-hmm. before. 
it made me physically uncomfortable the oh first time goodness. I was there and we were just sort of hanging out and I was like looking for the waiter for the bill and he never showed up wow. for like an hour or he'd come by and we'd be like can we have like the check and he'd be like yeah sure check didn't show up for two hours oh my goodness and it was so wonderful because it forced me to take it down like three yeah. notches yeah and yeah. actually be like, okay, what's really on the books for today? Mm-hmm. What do I have to get done? Mm-hmm. And the answer was nothing. I had the day to do what I wanted. And if I wanted to stay at this restaurant and eat with my friends and talk, yeah, then I could yeah, for as long as I wanted. Yeah. And I think that that's something that our country has kind of messed up <laughs> in a lot of ways. Um, We're so good. I'm a little spiteful. <laughs> But, like, we are so go, 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 go. Especially like, being from the East Coast. Oh, my like, God. Coming it's here ridiculous. was something, and then going to Scotland was even more. You yeah. Because it's yeah. so, it's like, you need to get your granola on the go, heat it in your car, put your makeup in the car, yep. like, yep. work on your notes, get to your desk, work for, like, nine hours nonstop, yeah. get as much stuff done, and then come home and do all of your side hustles and, like, yeah. manage all of your stuff. And... The the I I did go to Europe in the summer, which is right. like a notoriously slower period. Yeah. Everyone's on vacation, but also we don't have, we don't have scheduled vacation for as long as right. Parisians get it. Um, so it's also something I noticed. But it's just like, it was so much more reflective mm-hmm. and like aware. Mm-hmm. I felt so self aware when I was yeah. there, versus like coming back. And I still kind of carried that mindset forward. Yeah. But by the time I was back in school, like, I was back in that, like, okay, what's my schedule for today? What do I have to get done? Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Because that's our culture. That is our culture. And we've adjusted to it, and we do well at it, but, like, it doesn't have to be. And I think that was the big realization for me being there, you know? Yeah. that there are other ways that other people live, <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Interesting, huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, so how did you, did you meet locals on your trip? Did you mostly stick with people in your program? I mostly stuck with people in my program, okay. which I kind of regret now in hindsight, because mm-hmm. um, we, I only had four weeks there. Right. So I really could have branched out more and really gone out mm-hmm. and been super social, like on the scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I didn't speak any French. Yeah. which is definitely, like, a hindrance to that. Yep. Um, but, like, I really connected with a few people in my group, and I made some really deep friendships um, that have carried through to this quarter. Mm-hmm. Like, I regularly meet up with those people on the yeah. weekends, um, and they're all seniors that live in the apartments, and they, oh, like, fun. let me take up their time, <laughs> which yeah. I'm so thankful for. Um, but it's it's one of those things where I didn't meet a lot of locals, but the locals that I did meet uh, were either friends of Teo or... Mm-hmm. Um, people that he had, like, met somehow, mm-hmm. like, through his years in Paris. Like, we'd walk by a restaurant, and the restaurant owner would be like, oh my god, Theo! And then they'd, like, have a huge That's conversation. So cute. I'd be like, how do you know him? He's like, I had dinner with him once, blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, what? How, what is your life? What's going on? <laughs> I want to be that. <laughs> yeah, so that was, like, the, the energy that I had from, like, Parisian locals, which was just, like, the people that Theo met and had, mm-hmm. like, introduced to us over time. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. How did you meet locals? Did you meet them? Yes, yeah. I did meet locals. So our our TAs were Scottish, um, and Very they were cool. mostly either graduate, early graduate, or late undergraduate 
people. Oh, so cool. they were pretty close to our age, and That's like really nice. we would see them and hang out with them, and, mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't weird. Um, so I learned a lot about like Scottishness from them. <laughs> um, I also did a lot of Tinder tourism. That Ooh, was a fun. lot of my experience. Um, and like I said, I felt very very trapped here, and I think getting to Scotland, that was my reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, just meeting as many people, people as, as I possible, could. And getting as many perspectives. Yeah, and yeah. Like, some of it was dating, and you know, some of it was just like meeting people, you know? Yeah. And I met, I went out with a doctor, like a Scottish NH- NHS doctor oh, for a while. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and I went out with a girl who was actually American, who um, had moved to, to Glasgow for school, so oh. that was a really cool perspective. Yeah. And talking to her about how she'd changed getting there was really interesting um and then I met another guy who I'm, I'm actually still talking to and we're still pretty close now so it's just like all of these other people that I met outside whether just like in mm-hmm. a bar one night or like at the club or something yeah. like that I just I don't know I met them in a very like casual kind of like it would seem very like shallow and like oh she's just dating around oh, kind of but I think I think even if you were what you weren't <laughs> I'd still support it yeah it was it was very um it was very eye-opening for me because it was it was something I'd never done, and it was mm-hmm. something I'd always kind of wanted to do and never yeah. thought that I could. I think it also goes yeah. in that vein of, like, emotional vulnerability. Yeah, I Like, think you it does. are taking a huge leap to be open. Yes. And yeah. then you found all these wonderful people that yeah. wanted to be open and share their lives with you. Yeah, I think it really was special. pretty cool. And I think, I think I learned so much about who I could be, I guess, through mm-hmm. that, and... And just how each person you meet, you kind of have a different relationship with them. Yeah. And I think that was that was really cool to me because I realized, you know, I also realized how I was different with each of these people that I met and and how I, I guess, which person I liked being the best, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because I was a different That's person important. with a doctor than with, you know, a girl that I'd seen. And it was, it was realizing that that's more important, I guess, like being self-aware in that I change around to the people I'm with. That's just the nature of being a person, right? Yeah. And I think wanting to be around people who make me someone I'd like to be. That, yes, yeah. snaps for Yeah, that. I think that was uh, that's the such biggest, a life lesson. you know, because the, the person that I still talk to, he's he makes me into someone I really like to be. Like, I just like who I am around him yeah. and when I'm, I'm with him. And I think that that was a really crucial realization because that's something I've brought to, you know, friendships here, right? Mm-hmm. Like I've, I, in the people I'm close to now and have made since I got back and mm-hmm. have changed since my freshman year, mm-hmm. that, that's something I really, really think about, you know, mm-hmm. do I like who I am when I'm with you? Right. And I think that's kind of the most important part because you're not going to be happy if you don't like who you are. God, for the viewers at home, I just looked towards the sky. Um, But yeah, I fully agree with that. I think that Paris, like, fundamentally opened up a part of me that was closed for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And now that that's open, I feel like I can be present for people in a way that I wasn't in a lot of my relationships. And, like, finding that, that who, who, who do you like? Right. What part of you do you like and want to put forward? Right. Like, that's so huge. Yeah. And that's such a part, I think. I think that's, as a college student, I think that's part of what I want from college is I want to come out of here knowing 
what I like about myself. Yeah. And what I don't like. Yeah. Right? Like, that's equally as important. Like, what are things that I do that I'm trying to not do? Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. And that's, like, a huge thing for me because, like, I don't know, I came out of that experience really different, but I came out of experience, like, very much the same person Mm -hmm. I was when I went in, but with more knowledge of Mm -hmm. myself. Yes. Because I, like, this is going to get very personal for a second, but, like, I started my journey with, like, therapy and mental Mm -hmm. health, like, late last year, Mm -hmm. right before summer. It was spring quarter. Yeah. Um, And I had just realized that I had a lot of baggage and a lot of anxiety that I hadn't dealt with in any, like, meaningful way um, until I got to freshman year of, of college and I had to confront the fact that, like, I am now alone I have a need to make a support structure. I need to be an independent person. How am I going to take care of myself? Mm-hmm. Like, what are my coping mechanisms? What are the things that I know I don't like about myself? What are the things that yeah. I know that I do like about myself? And I found out freshman year that I didn't have a lot of those tools. No, I fully agree. Yeah, it <laughs> I, freaked me out. Yeah, it was, it was very scary. I had a very, I mean, I started therapy spring quarter of freshman year too. Mm-hmm. And it was never something I thought I would do. Never. And I, I had known I should be in therapy, <laughs> like subconsciously, too. since I was probably 12 years old. Yeah. Um, but I... Everybody I, needs it. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, I think... For me, it was, you know, I had a breakup that was very minor, but hit me very hard in my first year. And I was like, wow, like, I'm not dealing with this properly. Right. And then that kind of, for me, pushed me to therapy. And then, you know, therapy in the spring for me was very much like stop the bleeding, like Mm -hmm. fix the things that you can fix right now. And then going to Scotland was the moment when a lot of that lifted and Mm -hmm. the weight that I'd been carrying and, and you know, through trying to build a life in California, coming from Maryland, that, that really was the moment that changed for me. And then, you know, since coming back, I think my journey in therapy has been a lot more goal oriented. Mm -hmm. And I think that that has really been wonderful because I've, I've grown. Like I look at myself now and I'm different and I love it. (laughs) I'm proud of you too. You're like visibly different from last year. It's, it's one of those things where I, like I went through freshman year of college, like, caring so much about other people Mm. and doing so much of the work for other people, and I didn't look at myself at all Mm. until winter quarter forced me to, and then I had to deal with it spring quarter. I had to, like, look at what I was doing and really take stock and, like, start working on myself, and Paris, for me, was the time that I needed to step away and step into myself, hold mm-hmm. space for the things that I was going through, mm-hmm. and then really open myself up to experiencing everything that I was going through. Yeah. So for me, like, I didn't, you know, go out uh, and, like, meet a ton of locals <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well. Um, <laughs> I also only had four weeks. We don't yes, know what exactly. I would do if I had eight exactly. weeks. Exactly. If you had the time I had, you would have been... <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, but it was one of those periods where, like, I would go on walks alone. I would, you know, spend time by myself, like, by the sun, which sounds so cheesy it's and fine. cliche. But I was really... <laughs> I was really going through it. Yeah. And I was really feeding off of that, like, yes. cliche-ness also, because I was like, this is the drama that I want. This is the drama that I need yes. right now. I yes. need to, like, put weight on this somehow. Mm. And I came back, and I, like, am more goal-oriented. Like, I'm yeah. right there with you yes. where I feel like now I'm taking steps because I figured out what I want to be. 
Yes. And I figured out what I like about myself. Yes. And what I, I want agree. to take steps to like towards versus away from. Yeah. And it's it's really been magical. Like studying abroad does so much for you. Yeah. And it's way more than the academics. Yeah. Obviously, like they're a bonus. Right. It's nice to study over, you know, over summer. I did physics. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes it easier. <laughs> but it's so much. It's so much personal growth that happens like stealth mode. Yes. You don't recognize it. I think. I think part of that for me, like you said, the time alone. Like mm-hmm. for me, that was when I was backpacking. Right. Mm-hmm. I did ten city. No, five cities in ten days. Oh. <laughs> um, wow. And I, I went. Could you I, list all the cities? Yeah, I did. Um, so I went to London. I actually went to London with the guy that I've, I've talked about. Oh, that's about, awesome. Um, who I'm still talking to. We spent a weekend in London, and then I went to Paris. Wonderful. And Paris Hi. was crazy because I had just spent one of, like, you know, really intimate weekend mm-hmm. with this person who meant so much to me, and then I went to Paris, the city of love, alone. Oh, no. Didn't speak the language. That's true. It was very crazy. Those it was kind of like, alienating. It was it was insane because right. I also don't speak any French. I'm a Spanish speaker. Right. Um, and I was it was just like this weird kind of like juxtaposition. Like, where am I? <laughs> yes. And and kind of the realization that like this city is like known for this and is this and then I had this experience elsewhere and like right. it's just crazy and yeah. then and then I it can I, be whatever it needs to be exactly and I think that was that was crazy um being alone was crazy because I'm 19 I'm you know yeah. I'm not a big There's person a lot of personal safety yeah. things to think about and and there was so much going where you know my mom would be like okay, be very careful, like, you're not going to have any cell service, because that was part of it for me, too. I didn't have a phone plan all summer. Um, And so that was interesting, learning how I wanted to discover these cities. I did everything on foot, basically, except, like, in Paris, sometimes public transport. Oh, public Um, transport in Paris. It's very nice. God bless. (laughs) Um, And so that was really cool. And then, you know taking like a 12-hour train from Paris to Venice on my own and like not having any phone service getting my tickets like it was terrifying and it was the most anxious I'd ever been and then I had this moment where I realized I can't be anxious because this is my experience I can't ruin it and it's not gonna help you know and it was I was sitting there with this like okay like if I get stranded in Switzerland, I get stranded in Switzerland. You just like, accepted it. Yeah. And you I was opened like, yourself up. Yes. I was vulnerable to the experience. And I was like, wow, this is really, this like could be cool. Like if I got, I was like almost excited. That's like premier like, self-regulation <laughs> yes, right there, by the really way. It really was. That's what wow. that is. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, wow, this is just, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. And then, you know, I met some friends in Italy. I met one friend and then met mm-hmm. more in, in Greece. So it was very, it was, yeah, it was interesting to spend that time alone and then meet my friend in Italy and be like, oh my god, I missed having someone I know, because <laughs> yeah. she'd been alone too for a little right. bit backpacking, and we were both like, wow, I never expected to want to have a connection so much. And I think that moment, even just, like, has brought us so much closer. Like That's so beautiful. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and we got last very thoughts? personal. <laughs> yes, we um, did. I don't know. Last thoughts. Um, therapy is good. Therapy Go is it. good. Being um, out of state is hard. Being out of state's hard. It's harder than people hard. give credit yes. for, I think. Like yes. there I think there's recently been like a, a program that's made for out of state students. Mm-hmm. It's like in its infancy right now. Oh, yeah. But I feel like, you know, you gotta give credit to being far away from your family. Yep. No matter how far you are, like, yeah. if there's a distance and it's hard for you to travel it, 
it's yeah it sucks that's real that's a real yes. pain college first year you gotta acknowledge also. also freshman year freshman year's it's hard like a, it's like a train <laughs> especially when you've lived in the same town for 18 years yep yep <laughs> um yeah and studying abroad studying really abroad. like as cheesy it is it is it is it changes you it changes you it, really it does. fixes yes. so many things just because it like it takes your blinders off yeah in really a big does. way it does being alone is scary but also good yeah it's so healthy <laughs> it's so healthy <laughs> and we're sitting, like, that, sitting some... in my classic triple dorm <laughs> yeah, where i have true. no alone time <laughs> listen okay. when i'm saying that college is structured for that we're just saying find it find try it and yeah. find it work find for it, it. Yeah, but yeah. So I think this that's has been it's been a short conversation, <laughs> a very long, uh, long conversation on uh, the the pros and cons of study yeah. abroad, and also kind of realizing that we're really similar. Yeah, like <laughs> really crazy similar. ways. Yeah, deep parallels going on. I mean, um, yeah. Didn't okay. Say well, uh, I guess goodbye. I, guess <laughs> I don't know. Bye bye. Bye bye. See you later. Yeah. Or have hear fun. you later. Here. I like you'll hear, hear, later. hear us later. You'll hear, let's, on three. One, two, two three. You'll, you'll hear, hear us later. later. <laughs>